Alcohol Beyond This Point Podcast. This isn't two podcasters talking business. This is two business guys trying to podcast. So I have COVID. Again? And this is the first time I'm telling him uh, <laughs> right now. Immediately after sneezing at me. Yeah. Um, no, I am sick though. This is my first non-COVID sickness in like literally the entirety of COVID. Mm, nice. Um, and wow, you know what I stopped doing like two weeks ago? Uh, wearing my mask outside. I did that yeah, big. It's probably a coincidence. I did a yeah. I did a big trade show, um, two weekends ago. That's probably. And I was like putting it on, and I look around, not a single person is wearing theirs. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm done. Like, this is gonna be thirty hours in the next three days. Yeah. Like, I just don't want to do this. Um. And uh, I just didn't. Yeah, you're gonna look like the weirdo now. Yeah, and it it is what it is. Like, I'm just kind of done. Um, but. I got so JL got me sick, of course, but because uh, him and his work, like he was off two days last week, my roommate, um, and has the same. I, I walked up yesterday. I'm like, when you were sick last week, because it uh, like just sinus and sore throat. He's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> so, um, gotta love cohabitation. Yeah, it is what it is. I'm uh, I'm feeling a lot better than I was uh, this morning. Um, funny enough, like when you guys came over yesterday, I was like kind of sick, but not feeling bad this morning. I felt like shit. And then now I'm like severely medicated. I'm on my 20th halls today and I had to do some calculations of, uh, cause I knew I had to be drinking tonight. Right. So I had to do some calcul quick calculations doo -doo 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 -doo, of, uh, how much acetaminophen my liver can, can handle with alcohol. Because you can do about, like, all the websites are like, yeah, you can do about 4,000 milligrams of acetaminophen, like, 10. That's a lot. It's a lot. Like, that's, like, 10 extra cap, extra strength caps um, in a day. But, and then I'm like, yeah, but mix with alcohol. And all of them were like, do not mix with alcohol. And I'm like, right. well, there's got to be a number, right? Surely. Why do you just, why do you keep taking acetaminophen? Why don't you take ibuprofen? No, I'm on my way past my max on ibuprofen. What? Well, I've been taking both. Why? It gives me a head buzz. Codeine syrup got me tripping. Anyway, welcome uh, you're to the... a fucking moron. Welcome to the Health Advice Podcast. The podcast where by we... a alcoholic and me, I guess. I'm an addict, right? Oh, certainly. And they give if me... that wasn't obvious when you clicked on this show, they give me access to. Drugs that could potentially kill me. Yeah. Just like me walking into a drugstore with a credit. You know what's funny? I bought them on a credit card as well. I don't even have enough money for these drugs. Fuck it. Okay. That's the American dream. <laughs> <laughs> that is the American dream. Yeah. Yeah. Buy things that can kill you with money that you don't have. Yeah. <laughs> and well, then you die. What do they do? I don't have the money. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm dead. Yeah. I just read a depressing post that was just in a group chat of someone saying um so my kid's turning uh six years old tomorrow and i'm um, now 20 percent of the way paid off the 1.2 million dollar medical bill for their birth yeah i did say that um why don't they just get insurance some i i don't know i don't know some people just don't have insurance in a certain period of time like shit happens <sighs> like i get it but like i also don't like okay so it's illegal in this province to drive a vehicle without insurance yeah because they know if you fucking hit somebody you're not going to have the tens of thousands of dollars to pay it off so if you don't so have just... insurance you have to get an abortion is what you're saying well no i think that is, i think that is what you're saying how do you pay for the abortion uh if you don't have insurance obviously they just take your fucking car or if you don't have one um indentured servitude 
would solve that. How does indentured servitude get you an abortion? Uh, pay off the debt. What? Wait, do they give it to you first or after? Well, first. Okay. And, and then when you get into the indentured servitude, then they just like, uh, they sterilize you permanently because that's just, you know. That's just the American thing to it, do. That's just the American dream. <laughs> yeah. I've been quoting Carlin all week. Um, conservatives want live babies so they can race them to be dead soldiers. Certainly. Yeah. So if it wasn't obvious, uh, we fall on um, pro-choice rather than the pro-life side of things. For sure, yeah. Simply because we're radical, you know, personal freedom type of people. Yeah. No, I shouldn't say radical personal freedom. Reasonable personal <laughs> personal freedom, and I think that I'm more radical than you are. But you are more radical than I am, for like, sure. People are like, oh, you're not going to pay taxes? Don't use the roads yet. I'm like, is that it? I will accept those terms. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll figure something out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's just it's interesting because it's kind of shocking to it's not it's not really shocking to me it's not shocking to anyone that's been paying a lot of attention that this has happened none of, it's not surprising at all. We're talking about the Roe v. Wade decision um, for those of you listening in Futureland. Yeah, the leak, not the, not the actual one. Statistics and like a third of an episode's listens happened like not anywhere near when it came out. Yeah, that's so fair. Yeah, so if you're listening from Futureland, the Supreme Court of the United States just overturned Roe v. Wade, and I know you're thinking, oh, this these fucking Canadians are ranting about American politics again, but a lot of what our judicial bodies do is based on the precedent in the United States. Yeah, well, I mean, we've got it. It It, it is um, pretty solidly built into our legal... Like, it, I think it's considered a right at this point, right? Um, I don't think it's a right... Um, but, because housing isn't even a right. No, that's like, a third rail. They'll never touch that. <laughs> perfect. No, I think um, well, it's so enshrined in, in Canada that um, not even the right-wing conservatives want to touch it. Um, I know even Maxime Bernier, who's our um, the leader of the our kind of fringe right party, um, was even like, I'll just let my MPs decide. Like, I don't have a strict... Like, you can vote with your conscience. I'm not going to make a decision either way kind of thing. Yeah. But um, even though a lot of conser individual conservative MPs um, are kind of against it, it doesn't look like they want to make any, like, you know, we had a conservative prime minister, Stephen Harper, for fucking 10 years before this, before Trudeau. And uh, he didn't even open the discussion, right? So I think it's kind of like a taboo thing in Canada like it's it's we all like that's just it's guaranteed uh, uh, essentially it's very uh see one of the things that was cited in this Roe v Wade decision was the fact that um well I mean one of the taboo parts about it is the fact that they're overturning something that's basically been law for 50 years and that's pretty unusual um, but then the justice, uh, Justice Roberts argues that, you know, this hasn't, this has been done before. And then he lists a bunch of things, but the reality is it's never been done in a way that it takes away a right and freedom that was previously established. Okay. Anytime that a precedent has ever been overruled in history was to expand rights and freedoms. For example, um, like I think it was like women's suffrage. It was, uh, black rights yeah i think it one was, of them was a uh, interracial couple yeah interracial marriage uh game gay marriage i think was one of them 
that was like rolled back. It was like a court decision that was then reversed. I think like so any any decision that's ever been reversed. Long story short, was for like the expansion giving, of rights and away. yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is the first time it's happened. Well, all we need to do, like, okay, like I'm gonna break character for a second here. I need to be serious. <laughs> I'm looking at the camera. No, seriously, Tyler. Uh oh. Vote blue, no matter who. Like we need the if we get the presidency and the House and the Senate, then we can change this. Who's we? Like the the Democrats. Oh right. Wait, who's the president? <laughs> um, I got blocked from a left Twitter today. Nice. Um, I was kind of. I'm I'm feeling kind of. They can't call us libs now. Yeah, I was. Um, I'm feeling kind of sick, so I was just like. I didn't go into the office today, so I was just kind of like laying in bed for a bit, and I was just tweeting because I was bored. I did delete one tweet because I was like trying to catch this fucking Republican in a in being a hypocrite. Yeah. So I was being like facetious, like I was using his argument to make it like seem how dumb the argument was, and then tw- I woke up to forty five replies being like, "You fucking sexist piece of shit!" Like, and I'm like, "No, no, no!" I was trying to like people were DMing me like. They're DMing, uh, they DM my business, being like, oh, you're selling fucking wine for Mother's Day, but you're disrespecting mothers and all this shit. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm just going to delete this. It was ironic. Because what I said was something on the, because this guy, this doctor, at least he claimed, said something along the lines of, um, like, abortion is murder, you can't do it, but, like, in cases of rape, that's the only exception. Right. So I'm like, why, so it's not murder if they were raped? You're not killing a baby? Right. Like, where's the... I was trying to use... What do you call that? Ad... Ad... Not ad nauseum. Ad... Something... There's a Latin phrase for it. Like, where I pointed out to show you how ridiculous it is. Yeah. I was trying to point out, like, okay, so there is a line. We're murdered, okay. There is a line where killing the baby is okay. Now now that we've established that, right, we can now shift the line... Like, okay, maybe it's okay in rape, maybe it's okay in, like, consensual incest, maybe, like, you know what I'm, like, you know, like, now we can shift it and shift it, but you have to establish that there's a line, right? But this guy's just being like, there, it's never okay unless, and I was just trying to point out how, hypoc- that he was a hypocrite. Yeah, that, that that's an impossible statement, it's never okay unless. Yeah, and then fucking literally 45 replies of just calling me the bag, I'm like, you know what, I'm just gonna delete this fucking <laughs> Fuck, anyway. I love Twitter. Anyway, so that was one of them. But the other one, I got banned, or I got blocked by a left page by being like, um, I'm like, thank you so much, Joe Biden. Like, you're a real, you're our fucking, only our second Catholic president. And within two years of being a good Catholic president, you got abortion banned. Yeah. And that's something Republicans couldn't do for 50 fucking years. And they blocked me because <laughs> this was like oh, this so was good. like a liberal. I guess like you got to vote in the primaries. We got to get a two thirds majority now. Right? right? They keep shifting. That's the not going to happen. First, it was like okay, we got to get the presidency. That's like we got to get a majority in the House and the Senate. And now they have all those things. They're like okay, now we got to get two thirds majority. Like they just keep shifting the fucking goalposts. But you know yeah. what they're doing the whole time? Taking campaign donations. Absolutely. Right. So literally, I I saw it. A bunch of fucking senators and shit, governors and whatever posting links to their fucking donation pages being like we gotta fight this right it's like my guy what do you do all day <laughs> like <laughs> we gotta fight this it's like you're already in office bro but we need money yeah right so and it's all a fucking it's all a fucking sham right absolutely but um yeah i just thought it was funny that uh that i'm like thank like i was trying to if i cared i would like change my uh name to like like an american flag and be like <laughs> thank you joe byron i had a fucking 
I had a bad opinion of you, but now I see you're a real Catholic. You stood up for our values. You banned abortion. Like, thank you. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, exactly. He is Catholic, and Catholics are one of the. Um, uh, he called abortion abhorrent, if I recall. Yeah, they're. They've been the most consistent against abortion compared to all other religions. I mean, I think we've discussed this before. It's like it's it's relatively new to like Protestants and different groups to be anti. How does the church? hate abortions and homosexuals who has less abortions than homosexuals give these people a fucking break they should be <laughs> natural allies absolutely yeah like i think i think my favorite part about the whole discussion is just how i was gonna say my favorite part about it is like i mentioned the 1.2 million dollar birth thing yeah and you know the george carlin bit if you want to say it which one I know them all. <laughs> I've been, every quote I've said this about, episode pretty much has been joking. from uh, the government doesn't care about you until military age. Yeah. Then you're just what they're looking for. Yeah, it's like no neonatal care, no daycare, no after school lunch, no nothing. Um, until military age, yeah, and then they'll and then, pay for your college, they'll yeah. pay for your meals, <laughs> they'll pay for your retirement, they'll pay for your medical bills, but only you, after you go fight and die. Yeah, or you know maybe don't die. And then you're you're just what they're looking for. Um. Yeah. So they they rail against, um, like what is, in your I guess from what you've seen and in your opinion, like what is the what is the reasoning against having, you know, basic medical care covered. Okay. So. Like for example, like just birth. I guess the um. Well, I two separate lines. We'll talk about medical care, but we'll also talk about abortion as a medical procedure specifically. Sure. But. Um, I think it's mainly a money thing, right? Like, I, I'm pretty sure that's the main, like, whenever you're like, we should go to a two-tier system or or uh, even a single-payer system, they always go, well, who the fuck's going to pay for this? Even though it's consistently proven that it's more, it's cheaper overall. Yeah, absolutely um, it is. Like, just that's, because that's just the economics, if period. the government of the United States was like, hey, we're your only buyer or you can fuck off, they set the price, right? Yeah. It's like the uh, if you owe the bank a million dollars, it's your problem. If you owe the bank a hundred million dollars, it's their problem. Yeah. Um, same kind of idea where it's like if all of their revenue comes from the United States government, then it's their fucking problem, right? Because currently, as many people know, that that one point two million dollar birth, uh, the insurance company probably would have paid out fifty grand. Well, and I don't or understand grand or whatever because they just they negotiate down those prices, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those the, the, those numbers that you see on the actual bill are never what actually get. It's all fucking propaganda. But but some people do end up paying those prices. Well, I uh, well if they don't have a negotiator on their back, right? Or know that they can or should. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's not like a fucking orange in a store, right? Like Yeah. <laughs> um Oh, uh, the other thing I I thought of uh I saw somebody tweet something along the lines of like this banning abortion is uh fucking like sharia law coming to america um someone retweeted it and pointed out with sites that uh sharia law actually allows abortion in the uh, <laughs> uh in the first trimester for any reason and uh when the mother's health is at stake you can do it right up to the day before before birth wow as a tenant of sharia law i so those love like, that that's more liberal americans like frame these as like backwards desert people their words not mine obviously um they're literally less advanced <laughs> like less progressive well it's like the average um medieval peasant mm -hmm. 
had more time off than the average American worker? Yes. <laughs> yeah, and probably more. Yeah, more definitely more free time for sure. I think. I think it'll never soak through, but just how far the average American quality of life is like dropping down the world stage, like the the world tiers of like quality of life. I guess there's a lot that are um, have been. Go- you know, can made considerably worse now just because of inflation and prices globally, but where people just can't afford to fucking eat or they're energy poor or what have you. But the, in terms of freedom, their shit ain't so hot anymore. And it's like their personal freedoms are being eroded. Their but personal privacy is not, not really for white people. Completely. A, well, or white men. White men are fine, sure. So, and guess who's making all the laws? Yeah, fair. Right? Yeah. Like, well, it, like, I you always see this posted whenever the um, the uh, abortion debate's coming up is like, if it's a senator's daughter, they're getting that fucking abortion. You know, oh, absolutely. Illegal, right? Like, yeah. So, you know, it's, this, this, like, it's, it's very clear. This only applies to, and like the, the people making this illegal know that it will remain legal in, you know, a certain number of states. Democrat, could, yeah, 25 ma- states or whatever. Yeah, so they will know for sure it will remain legal in those states. But it's illegal to cross the border now to go, or like some No, that was, that was specifically um, civil law okay. in Texas. But Still? Yeah, but they know that if it needs to, if they need it done, you know, they can pay whatever or they could send the to send their person to fucking mexico or canada or wherever right when this um, law only applies to the poor people in red states yeah which is the same as which is typ- well, typically minorities i forget which so one of us one of the four of us on our mastermind group mentioned this that do you think that because it looks like the states are going towards a full marijuana decriminalization do you think now they're like, okay, well, how the how do we punish black people further? Oh, it's take the abortion thing back because now we can't lock them <laughs> up for marijuana, right? Because it's just I'm, like you said, it's proponently minority poor people in red states, and you could say yeah. the exact same thing to people in in prison for marijuana offenses. Yeah, well, like what's gonna happen there? Like when, when I think when cops can't throw people in jail for marijuana offenses anymore like they're gonna have to start carrying bags of heroin around well they could make up the an abortion well i think the burden of proof is a lot harder than drop dropping a dime bag on i don't know buddy i don't know you the state's gonna pay for a fucking medical test i don't know i'm just saying like yeah yeah i don't know i i feel like they don't really need any more tools they can for, just beat the shit out of and yeah. arrest black people. They don't need a yeah. They don't, they don't need a reason. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Well, I guess it's just one more kind of tool of oppression. Like yeah, I like the everyone gets a vasectomy automatically when they're fourteen, and then uh, you can get it reversed when you want to have kids. Or yeah, or you have to earn it. <laughs> <laughs> now that's America. That's called eugenics, Tyler. <laughs> no, that's uh, capitalism, baby. Oh, okay, right, right. Because right. yeah, it's not about. Um, it's, There's no. It's I, not about who you are. It's about what you can earn. I I put the U in eugenics. <laughs> yeah, I put the U back into eugenics. No, I think, um, like there's certain. Uh, the only time that the state interfering with like reproductive health makes sense is like um, China's one baby policy. Sure. I don't know what you were gonna say. That no, just, I I, I was gonna say. Um, 
for example, when they base, it's basically like the process of neutering, uh, like cutting off the testosterone for uh, like uh, serial rapists, and it okay. makes them like normal members of society after that because like that's kind of like their main thing, right? Do they like do the, that to people. There is, uh, yeah, there. That's kind of there's a up. number of places it's been done. I don't know about that. It's like, <clears throat> it's. I think it's they consent to it. It's not mm, forced on them because they're like, I literally cannot stop raping children. Yeah, they're Can like, you it's, please help me. It's either life in prison, like you'll you won't get parole unless yeah. you do this. Okay. And it's it's like it's done in conjunction with therapy and probation and yeah. counseling and like all these different things, and they release them back into the wild, and it's like. Okay. It's fine because it, it takes away that like manic drive. I guess it's a little bit more okay if they like. It's like, I mean, it's coerced consent, but yeah, like, it's like still, a, it's a condition of release. At least it's consent, I guess. Like, I, I, I don't. I like, mean, I mean, in Mexico, they just do it. Yeah, well, obviously, I don't like um, child rapists or any sort of rapists. Obviously, but um, anytime the government has the power to do something, they're going to abuse it. Yeah. Like Absolutely. I'm anti death penalty because one person killed by the government innocently is not worth a hundred that like And evidence shows that it's like a significant number of people on death row are innocent. Yeah. Yeah. Like and it's so, it's like close to half. So how many of these people they're gonna get forced castrated are uh are innocent? Who knows? Well right? that's the thing about the you know, these types of procedures is some of them may be reversible and it's like you're really not doing um, like irreparable harm to this person's ability to live. I mean, you're talking about like people that are doing hormone replacement theory are going through the same thing. Like it's not yeah. considered like a crime against humanity. Well, except or, like, if you're a Republican inhumane, right? and the trans kid is trying to do hormone replacement therapy, then it is a crime against then humanity. It is a, then it is an awful crime against humanity. No, it's like you. It, these people are typically, um, you know, not 20 and trying to have kids right they're probably beyond the point of wanting to have kids and if they're like you know serial rapist they're maybe not great parents um <laughs> if they're even having this conversation and it's like if parenthood is such a big deal to you like that was there's... an awkward laugh if you didn't keep <laughs> looks at closet <laughs> no, we're not talking about that um <laughs> I don't know. It's it's not something that's like obviously these things don't fit, but it's like my point was if there's any part of the conversation where the state should have any say in reproductive it rights, it's probably castrating dudes. But, okay, so not <laughs> not preventing abortion in so girls that need it. Bear with me though. They when you castrate a rapist so he doesn't rape again, you're trying to what are you trying to do there? Protect the victims, the future victims that could be happening, right? Yeah. When you ban abortion, you're trying to protect the innocent future children yeah. that could be murdered. For sure. Same idea. I suppose so. Right. I guess the, like, the fundamental disconnect is just, is a fetus a child or not? Yeah. And Which... I, I'll go even one further. I don't care. If I, 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 any single five-year-old, I would kill to save an adult. No question. <laughs> it was previously like believed that like until the baby takes its first breath it's not a it's not a person also they didn't like, used to that... name children until they were like three because yeah. they died so often like and this was like a fundamental belief of the church was like until they took the first breath they weren't like a, a person okay um and this this actually changed believe it or not uh the the best thing that ever happened to the uh the pro-life movement 
was high definition sonograms. Because you can see it moving around and shit? Exactly. Hmm. Before that, it was kind of a uh, wishy washy, like out there agree- or argument. Yeah. And I guess even before that, it's like we didn't even fucking know. Right. It was, there's conjecture. Like they, they knew because of um, abortions what they would have looked miscarriages like. Or, or miscarriages, yeah. right? Um, they knew what was going on, but like the images of like a living thing inside is like. Yeah, sonograms is one of the best things that ever happened to pro-lifers. Yeah. Which is interesting because, like, before that, like, what people think that the way things are today is the way that things, the way that they've always fucking been. Yeah, at least in your life, you kind of figure, right. like, oh, this is how it's always been. Yeah, and the way that it is now is better than it used to be is also the assumption, which is... I mean, for the most part, yeah, but I guess... Well, <laughs> <laughs> I think we should go back to the way things were. When? <laughs> when get yeah, the heart when where yeah no i think there is a lot of things that modern science has brought on that like i there's just a lot of our belief structures are they are just not flexible enough for it yeah i don't know like ticks have little faces too i don't fucking like those in me right like it's a parasite fuck off like if those are living things mites mites like all the mites, I don't yeah, know. like Le- the leeches, like the influx the inflexibility of this, like, uh, see when you when you say to someone, um, that's American, that's an American thing to do. Like, why the fuck do you feel pride about that? America is where you just so happen to be accidentally born. Yeah, that is there is nothing that you did. The only people that deserve credit. For being American, and that is a good thing that they that's been achieved, is immigrants. Yeah, pride in one's nationality is like it's an accident of birth. Exactly. Like, you wouldn't say I'm proud to be five eleven. I'm proud to have a predisposition for colon cancer. Well, I mean, the proud to be five eleven is short kings unite. <laughs> Pain. Um... <laughs> It, it, it's just the dumbest thing to rally around. It's the dumbest idea to rally around. Like, well, it's but they made up nationality, nation, nationality, nation, nationalism, nationalism, na 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 When I walk up, okay. <laughs> I didn't know where you're going with that. Um, they made up nationalism to like, so people wouldn't freaking not fight their wars for them. They used to make it, I, I was, uh, JL was telling me, the Romans uh, used to not be able to join the army unless you had land. Right. Because it would give you skin in the game to defend the country that you have a house in. So if you lose, then they'll take your house. Right. Like the enemies. Yeah. Right? So that gave you motivation to fight. And that didn't scale well. No. Because... because they ran out of land. <laughs> no, because the people just, the rich people just bought more land. And soon there was, it's like it is now, where a minority of people are landholders. Um, I guess not as bad now. Like, we own little little thumbnails of land. They didn't have, like, oh, you own your apartment or you own this. Like, it was you had to hold, um, you know, plots of land. Yeah. Significant amounts of land. And that was just, you know, a small number of families. And you know what they didn't want to do is all go off to go die. Go off and fight, yeah. <laughs> and even if they did, it just would have been a really small army. They're like, no, the poors should fight. But why? Because they love their country. That does nothing for them. 
Yeah, it's such a weird like, <laughs> I, and I love the like libertarian types. I'm putting that in quotations, like the the spicy conservatives in America. Yeah, they're like, yeah, I'm a libertarian. Oh, not those immigrants though. <laughs> like you know. Yeah. Um. But those type of people that are like, I love my country. I just hate the federal government. So what the fuck does that mean? Or the cops with the don't tread on me flags. It's like, who's right. doing the treading? Like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fuck. Amazing, amazing cognitive business there. I think, I think the best part about nationalism, it's like, I love, um, I love the country that I was accidentally born in, but I hate the idea that my country would owe me anything or do anything for me that was like you know a collective social program yeah like America's... retirement benefits yeah. <laughs> maybe some health care like i don't want i don't want any benefits of living in the greatest country ever I don't, the wealthiest country ever the most powerful country ever like i don't want to have any benefits i want to struggle yeah and i want everyone else way, to maybe. struggle and you know what i want you to struggle more than me yeah and it's like you know what freedoms no None of that shit. Not here. <laughs> like, the greatest country on earth. Why the fuck would you want freedoms? You're in America. Like, you don't need freedom. That's all you need, baby. It's... it's all you like, need is America. It's incredible. It's At this point, like, politics is just memes. And it's just, like, memes nested into other memes and buried under other memes. And nobody even knows where it, any of the jokes originally came from. They just know which fucking team they're on. You know what team I'm on? Team Shot Caller. The team Jägermeister, baby. <laughs> the part of the show where you, you, the audience, can pick the shot that we take. Today we are taking a Jägermeister shot because my bar is really running thin. And, um, <laughs> I haven't uh, uh, paid myself a big salary in a while because of uh, slow season and COVID. So uh, once the market season starts up here soon, um, I'll refill my bar. We'll but I am, the, we'll I am get, really running low. We'll get the old smoky back. Uh, cheers. We actually do have some old smoky. <gasps> We'll take that for the second one. Oh, that's gross. You know why I picked that? Why? <coughs> Tastes like medicine. Oh, my God. And i am been taking cough syrup all day. <laughs> so psychologically, you just took some medicine. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, I'm also been, like, sucking on halls this entire time. Just kidding. I've been sucking on Life Brand uh, No Sugar Added Cough Drops this entire time. If you want to sponsor us, Halls. Uh, so what's the active ingredients in those fuckers? Eucalyptus. Not codeine? I, if I could buy the codeine lozenges over the fucking counter, um, I would be dead. Um, menthol. Yeah, you would. And eucalyptus are the medical ingredients. And then there's a bunch of weird non-medical ingredients. Apparently in like... Uh... Brazil and like some South American countries you can go to like a pharmacist and be like oh my dog has leg pain and they'll give you like codeine um in South Africa Margaret who was on this podcast she um she always complains that painkillers here don't do anything yeah because she's used and to when she goes home she comes back with bags of this uh, it's like pyrosutamol codeine it's like 75% pyrosutamol which is Tylenol yeah in everywhere else except here in America right um and and like 25% codeine Nice. And I'm just like, because she's like, yeah, there's codeine in the pills. I'm like, there's no way you can buy those over the counter. I think you're mistaken. She's like, no, it showed me. Like, no, there 100% is. You just buy those over the counter. Fuck it. I, that would never go wrong. I mean, they're doing pretty well. <laughs> yeah, South Africa, famously doing well. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. 
Fantastigorium's Wonder Emporium. So, what's phenomenal to me is the change in my mood and disposition and just, like, outlook on life. I recall last week you said you were depressed. <laughs> I was so depressed. Um, literally, one day above 10 degrees Celsius for you southern fuckers. Um, which is... How many... How many Fahrenheit's is 10? Like 50? 60? No idea. idea. I don't care. What's zero? 34? 34, something like that. Something like that. So it's like 40 to 50, around there. And we're just all happy. I was beyond happy. Your seasonal depression is gone. Uh, You know what happened today? Or what's the date today? I'll check my new watch. It's the 4th. You know what happened on the 1st of May? What? Uh, Patio licenses went into effect. Fucking brilliant. Everyone can open their patios. Yeah, I saw uh, saw brazen like uh, power washing off theirs, getting yeah. ready. Yeah. But yeah, like for, first warm day, I just found parked my van in the sun, whatever. Open the back doors, lay down some like padding, and just the whole my whole lunchtime, I just like lay there in the sun, smiling, just fucking soaking it up because it just <laughs> felt amazing. Mother like, and child are walking by. Come on, Timmy, don't don't get too close to him. <laughs> <laughs> don't get don't get don't get too close to the weird man in the white van. Yeah, you're lying, smiling on the van in the white van. Not touching myself. Don't worry. I wasn't thinking that, but now I, I am. think you were. It's just from even from my from my day to day work for my business. Like winter fucking sucks because everything has to be done inside. Everything I do makes a ton of mass. Like just working outside makes my day to day job easier. And more enjoyable plus the fact that i get to be outside and go outside and get the exposure and just like some fucking fresh air like it's such a big difference that and having you know a couple conversations with my partner that just increased my positivity and outlook on the rest of the year um i don't know it just feels sometimes like everybody can relate to this i'm sure just the fucking grind of doing the same dumb shit every day and then you just stare at yourself in the mirror and you're like is this all i'm gonna do for the rest of my life am i gonna get up and do this stupid thing and just die steve jobs said if you did that too many days in a row make a change like just change your life yeah exactly and that's what i've done too often (laughs) yeah (laughs) entirely too often that's fair five times in four years basically you've been like you know what i'm just gonna Change careers. It's not five times in four years. It's five times in like nine years, but sure. Still? Um, Yeah, no, I've had a lot of career changes. And like, I'm not, um, I'm not unhappy with my career. I'm just like generally unhappy. Hey, me too. Shout out dopamine. It's like, I'm, I'm unhappy with like, you know, delayed gratification being a thing and like success being somewhere in the future right now. Exactly. Ladies, I'm I'm struggling with things that I know are not real problems. It's just things that you got to fucking gut through the grind. You got to exactly got to got to go through it. Exactly. So it's like the grind. So then the second I get a fucking sunny day and I'm like, oh, maybe life uh, isn't so bad. Maybe life isn't so bad. And I'm like, thank fuck. And I think, yeah, this summer I'm really taking the, a strong effort or putting a strong effort in just taking a step back and enjoying every possible day of the summer that I can. And see, I'm doing the opposite and I'm, I've scheduled the busiest summer for myself that I've ever had. Yeah. But for you, that's going to make you feel good. (laughs) We'll see. Well, I mean, because things have been slow. Yeah. I need to, if I don't have a good summer, I might, this business might not be here. It might not be, will not be worth having here. Yeah. You could keep it alive. You You could be homeless. True. I pretty much am. 
No, you you could gut it through, but I know what you mean. Like at the, you're running the calculus of like, oh, there's so many years I put into it, and this is what I should be getting out of it. Like you're running that calculus, not like, can it is it feasible? Yeah, more or less. Yeah, so, yeah. I yeah, I mean, you're gonna gut it through, have a good summer, and try to you know, bolster these new ventures, and hopefully that goes you know is like a new opportunity for you, which is really exciting. Yeah, but, I've I've basically lost. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs can can empathize with this. I'm basically two years behind my plan. Yeah. Because of COVID. Yeah, that's and fair. Arguably even more, two and a half maybe. Yeah. Right. Um, you just basically put pause on your business, and then now are suffering, uh, receding receding demand. Yeah, like you know, if your sales went up significantly year over year during like through COVID, I'm very happy for you. But um, and held. Yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> for and any, most just, for most people that spiked, it didn't hold. Yeah, the 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 big ones that are holding, obviously Amazon and uh, you know the, those big companies. But um, you know, I I know a lot of small business owners. Like I, I network quite heavily with a lot of small business owners in this city and across the country. And uh, I I almost I know almost nobody that's had a better twenty twenty two than twenty nineteen. Yeah. Like, and I know like personally like fifteen people that have gone out of business yeah. and just closed shop. That's that's fucking significant. Like that's that's one thing that is I'm not gonna say it's not on the news every day. It's just something that because it's on the news every day, I think people don't really appreciate it. Yeah. Shop local is the only thing I ever say. I think I think one of the most striking things to me is I think it's around thirty percent of like mom and pop type like mom and pop size businesses, like less than five employees. Uh, 30% of them in like the state of New York closed within the first 12 months of pandemic. Yeah, I think that's, that's insane. Like you're um, talking the bodegas, you're talking the small restaurants, you're talking contractors, if, you're talking literally If I recall my industry. business statistics off the top of my head, Canada is about 60% small business. Yeah, like less than... Less than 10 employees, I think. Yeah. Or five, I think it might even be five, not including owners. Um, and uh, Which makes sense. I only... I only I was going to say most people that I know and re- like hang out with are small, either work for or run a small business. Well, and then you got to think about, but then like 1% of businesses employ like 15% of people. Right. Or more maybe, right? Your yeah. Walmarts, your fucking name of things, right? Yeah. Like half a Winkler is whatever my hometown, 15,000 people, half, probably about half of that town. I shouldn't say half. I'd say like 25% of that town is employed by four companies. Uh, 70% of Carberry, Manitoba was employed by McCain's. Yeah. That's, yeah, there's some there's some towns that are just all one, basically based on well, one company. Thompson used to be just the mine. Portage, that was everybody. Portage La Prairie is uh, Mc, research McCain. Center? No, it's not by Carberry. That's what I'm talking about. What? Carberry, Manitoba. Is, that's where the McCain plant is. It's also close to Portage. Yeah, in that area. But specifically the town it's yeah. in. Uh, my uncle used to live. He had a ranch there. Um, and that goes to show how big Carberry is. I know where the plant is. I don't know the town. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I only know because my uncle lived there. That's, That's the only fair. reason I know it. Um, yeah, it's on the way to Brandon. Yeah, sneeze and you miss it. No, I couldn't force the sneeze. <laughs> I was trying. You're gonna scream COVID when you did. COVID. Um, yeah, that's an interesting. Uh, like when there's mining towns and logging towns and where like 50% of the town is you know employed by the one business and then the rest of the people are the families of those people 
or you know the food the restaurants they got to eat yeah the, the hotels they got to stay in supporting infrastructure the pickaxe company right yeah and, Fort um, Mac is like that right well I mean it's gone was it was like that now but um, yeah but you know towns like that and it's interesting that uh, I was talking about this the other day that uh, in those small towns like those small communities um, it's it's such a different vibe because like now all of a sudden you know your mayor and your city councilman, th- those are less important. Now it's like, oh, the foreman of the mine. Right. You know, whichever, if he tells everyone like, oh, well, this new person running for mayor, I don't know about that guy. He might, you know, yeah. he might shut, I don't know. I'm not saying he would shut down the mine, but like, I'm just saying. And then all of a sudden, all those people go home and say, don't fucking vote for that guy to, to their wife. Right. You just described like the Las Vegas um, hospitality union. Yeah, the casino thing, right? Yeah. Where it's run by the mafia? No, no, no. Like the <laughs> the workers union of okay. like all the all the support workers of all the casinos and restaurants and ho- and hotels in Vegas are all in one union. Um that's like the entirety of the <laughs> And that's it's Do they live in the it's, uh... it's the most powerful voting block in America. Do they live in the hotel? The hotel employees? I'm sure some of them do. Is there like I've never been? Is there like houses around Las Vegas? Oh yeah, like yeah. it's it's a it's, it's a, like a city. It's a full ass sprawling city. Like in, it's a big city. In my mind, it's uh, Fallout New Vegas. It's just like twenty buildings. It's just casino and desert. Yeah, it's like no, four casinos and a restaurant. The real I've heard the real estate there is like pretty. I mean, the real estate there is if effectively like the high end luxury real estate is effectively just people that want to ball out and. You oh, know, I have, have, a, have a spot in Vegas. I have a right? villa in Vegas because I go there gambling five times a year. Exactly. So I have a fucking villa. So there, it's kind of stay in the hotel, right? Like, surely that's the best flex. Well, I remember uh, Mr. Alcazin with the super legitimate watch had a penthouse in Vegas. Yeah. That was like one of his flexes. Yeah. That's like his thing. Sure. Whatever. But he like lived relatively close because it was, it was like for us going to. I was get probably distance from Brandon to here. Like it's two, three hour drive yeah. was from where he lived to this place to Vegas. Like, okay. so that was reasonable. Right. But well, quote, I guess, quote unquote see, reasonable in my mind, if I'm going to buy a second house in the same country, I want it to be as far away from my first house as possible. That's what I'm saying. It was a flex. It wasn't fucking oh, like, okay. Uh, like, okay. We're saying the same thing. Yeah. It's okay. dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Like, it's dumb money being dumb. And, yeah, people buying houses in Vegas are either like there's some great things about Vegas. I know the car culture is pretty sick there, uh, like the hot rodding culture, um, like some of the best custom car builders in the world are there. I and... haven't gone yet because I am a degenerate gambler and a drug and sex addict. <laughs> so it would just be, you never leave, is what no, you're like. It I would end. It... It, Vegas would end you. No, I think I, I think I'd love it. I just can't afford it. Yeah, right you, now. Yeah, you can't you can't afford the time you want to have. I need to drop like fifty G's. Yeah. Like That's which fair. will do. Don't Absolutely. get me wrong. Absolutely. Um, we're gonna take a second shot here because if you know about shot caller, anytime you take a shot that's under thirty five percent, we have to take a second one. And because Tyler wanted it, we're taking our famous old smoky Tennessee habanero ma- mountain made mango habanero flavored whiskey. Terrible fucking label. Uh please sponsor us, buddy. We 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 drink you all the time. <laughs> I swear to God, these people probably have exactly the politics that we rage against. Oh, no. They're like anti-abortion Republicans. Yeah. Shame. We're going to find out it's like Mitch McConnell is like the main shareholder. <laughs> I will do a deep dive later. Okay, do um, it. 
the Las Vegas has always been fascinating to me because I'm uh, I'm a big I like I like I've studied um, a lot into the mafia and the history of the mafia. Um, casino in my top three or my top four. If you're on Letterbox, follow me. Vote with those. Um, but uh, I like because Las Vegas was created by the mob to basically launder money. Yeah. Um, and then it became like more valuable than their other. Yeah, their other assets. Like yeah, it became more valuable than being the mob. The guy that Robert De Niro's character is based on in Casino um, is a real person, um, and yeah, fucking wild story. My like, fa- my favorite part about the Vegas story is it was it, it was started by the mob to launder money, and then it be, they're like, okay, this is way bigger than the money we could launder. Uh, we've done something crazy here, and then the mob. It gets pushed out by the real nasty motherfuckers, <laughs> the known as the man. white capitalists <laughs> yeah. of America. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, shit, these guys are ruthless, and they got <laughs> pushed out. Yeah. Like, the mob got beat by fucking white Chad and now from Harvard. I'll quote the movie, now it's like fucking Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah, the mob got beat out by Chad from Harvard because Chad from Harvard came with hedge fund money. Yeah. And the mob cannot beat hedge fund money. You like, can beat people with a bat, but that only lasts for so long, right? You can't beat everyone with a bat. You can't beat everyone and with a bat. You can't scare everyone. Especially if, if Buddy never even comes to town. And then one of the funniest things was, guess who ripped off the business plan, as he does, and started the Vegas of the North? Oh, Donald the, J. Trump. I was going to say the Morden Mayor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Donald J. Trump founded the first casinos in Atlantic City, Hmm. uh, got gambling decriminalized or whatever in Atlantic City. And proceeded to lose all of his money. Pretty much. But that was him that did that. (laughs) Is Atlantic City still like a big gambling mecca? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Um, he succeeded in doing that, but (laughs) failed to make a profit. Correct, it seems. Fucking moron. Um, if I recall, I, I, I play, like, online poker and stuff. Yeah. And there's a couple people that, like, count cards that I know of. And they got banned from, like, every Allegedly. casino. Allegedly. Yeah. They got banned from, like, every casino in Vegas. Uh, they go to fucking Atlantic City because no one gives a shit. <laughs> right. Like, way less security down there. It's, like, second-tier Vegas. Yeah, literally. It's, like, second-tier Vegas. So. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down for second-tier Vegas. Yeah. Let's go to Atlantic City. If you want, like, 17th-tier Vegas, uh, you go to, like, um, South Dakota. <laughs> in the in the in the Black Hills, this is the funniest thing. Like this is where um, I think it was Capone's hideout was somewhere somewhere in the Black Hills. There, uh, w- w- went to this one hotel that was like apparently a place that he would always stay, a bar you'd always drink at, and every single place you go into, whether it's a gas station, uh, like a gift shop, a bar, name a thing, full of slot machines, maybe a poker table. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you could gamble in every physical structure yeah. in this town. Love it. And it's like... Because it makes a fuck ton of money. <laughs> yeah. And, and, like, you know, being from Manitoba, it's like I'd never seen a slot machine before. Well, the VLTs. Well, I was I was a kid. I'd never been oh, into a word, place where okay. VLTs you mean, were. like, traveling there. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Here. I'd never, never seen a VLT in my life. And now they were in every fucking building. I'm like, wow, America's crazy, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're not wrong. And it was this tiny-ass town. There's, like, fucking 600 people there. It's, yeah. like, full of VLTs. Yeah, I also remember, because we were going to... We were in, I think, North Dakota. But we were... Me and Zach. And we were like, oh, let's go to a casino. And we, like, Google Maps the casino. 
pulled up and it was just the shittiest looking. Like I was expecting the casinos we have here, they spend $500 million on. They're extravagant. They're extravagant. Yeah. Um, because the government pays for them. Fuck it. Well, even the private ones are like yeah. extravagant. So we pull up and it's like this wood shack that looks like a gas station. And we're just, we just left. <laughs> I was like, this looks sketchy as fuck. Yeah. Like I was expecting like a big casino. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. It's weird because that's, um, so this is something that my ex-girlfriend who did a lot of work in, I guess, kind of the, the Aboriginal communities around Winnipeg and uh, around the province. The one thing that she was always asked by kids, like we're talking like high school kids here, mostly sometimes middle school. They would ask her if she'd been to like XY casino. Like that, that's what they wanted to know. Because they wanted, like she's an adult, so she could go to the casino. No, no, because that was the only place in Winnipeg that they knew about. Oh. Because that was like the place to, that was like the. That was the city to them. Was like you go yeah. to either Polo Park, yeah. or you go to the casino because yeah. the casino was the coolest hotel and play bingo, the best pool, like slides, like the kid, like from a kid's perspective, right? Yeah. They they weren't saying this because their parents were you know degenerate gamblers. They were saying this because like you go to the casino to see concerts, you there's shows there, there's comedians, there's great there's hotels, there, there's restaurants, like there's buffets, there's all these amazing things. It feels like a big city when you go to the casino. It was really interesting because, like, it, our casinos don't fit our city no, at all. No. They're significantly fancier than this city should be. Like, our casinos are better than where the Jets, where, where our NHL team plays. <laughs> like, if you think about it. They make it. more money. Yeah. That's the easy answer is they make more fucking money. And even though our tickets for our NHL team are some of the highest in the league. Like, our casinos make, like, between... 400 million and 800 million a year between the two of them. Yeah, that's insane. Like, it's a lot of fucking money. Yeah. And they're 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 netting like 60% or something. Like it's just gross. Like they're a billion and a half dollar company liquor and lotteries that grosses like 60 or nets like 60%. And the net goes well, they claim for stuff like roads and healthcare, but look at our roads and healthcare. <laughs> I was gonna and say, tell me that's where the money goes. Jeez, um, no, mainly just to bribes, um, to um, to paying you know redundant employees ninety grand a year to do nothing. Like they Manitoba Liquor and Lotteries has somebody on payroll that lives in Edmonton that flies here five days a week. I'm not kidding. Like every day. Yeah. Uh, and then, but uh, only for one day less of half a year so she can keep keep her tax status in Alberta. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Like the carbon emissions alone, right? <laughs> like Yeah, no that's incredible. Like that, yeah. I wish. What is like what is this person's rank? What do they do? Are they middle management? So it's not even like a critical part of the infrastructure. Well, the, the CEO of Liquor Lotteries right now, uh, his previous job was he was a manager at a, at a uh, home hardware. <laughs> at a home hardware, even not even like a Home Depot. <laughs> yeah. God damn. Yeah. I should go work at home hardware. Yeah, word. What is the salary of the, that CEO? $400,000 after bonuses and shit. Plus bribes? Yeah, well, it's probably like two hundred on the books. Okay. And then... I've heard stories. <laughs> yeah, plus bribes. Yeah, I hear stories all the time. Uh, I wish you could share your uh, stories. I'll write a book. Um, I was going to say of like 
the calls you've had in the last week <laughs> would be fantastic. Um, no, <laughs> the uh, yeah, the 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 things I've heard, the things I've seen, the things I can prove. Yeah, I can. I have irrefutable evidence that I could present in court and win. Yeah. Of some of these things, but I can't do it because I lose my contracts if I do it. Yeah. As soon as I initiate a lawsuit, um, they pull all my shit from the shelves. I think you just described what keeps grand conspiracies in place is mutually assured destruction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like every politician ever that's disingenuous is like, oh, why is this per like, there's no way that this person would go against their values. It's like, no, go and see what's happening to uh, Madison Cawthorn right now. Because that's what—that's the kind of dirt they have on everyone, and they're dropping it on him because he fucking crucified the poster boy, um, neo-Nazi Matt, Matt Gates. Like, well, it's like the whole um, uh, Epstein used to like film you having sex with children, absolutely, so that he could blackmail you later. Yeah, right. And he'd be like, uh, you know what? I know I've got that video of you having sex with children, but you know what? You can continue to have sex with children and keep your job. You just gotta do me this favor. Yeah. Let well, me keep giving you more children to have sex with. Like it, it's like a carrot and yeah. stick. Apparently, that's pretty common in uh, computer hacker communities. Mm. Uh, you have to hold on to child porn on your hard drives, right? And it's like a mutually assured. It yeah. uh, keeps everyone quiet, basically. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's smart, actually. Yeah. Like, like not using or not looking at it, not trading it, whatever. It's just this is something yeah, you have to like. Yeah. You have to like be on like a ledger receiving it. And having it on a hard drive, and you have to prove that, and then they'll let you be part of the hacker community or whatever, so that if you ever want to like flip on anyone or whatever, name a thing, then that's always there for everyone else, every other member to point to. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. Yeah, it's interesting. Smart. Yeah, yeah. That's only I've I've only just heard that. I don't know. Because like, how many digital crimes can you pin on someone that are like? Oh, surely easy to execute. Yeah, surely people that are smart enough to hack governments and shit can make it look like you, someone else did it pretty fucking easily. Oh yeah, for sure. And especially when like the government, like for the most part, doesn't actually care about solving crimes. They care about looking like they're solving crimes. Yeah. They care about, so, they care about closing cases, not finding the guilty. Yeah, so as long as they have a fall guy, then they're going to be happy. Right? Like same with uh Ghislaine Maxwell just got life in prison, but none of her customers have gotten life in prison. It's like who's she selling to then? You've proven no. You doubt. know who? No, you know who she was selling to. Like they they listed the, the uh, the fucking uh, politicians alone. Yeah. It was like thirty Democrats and like twenty Republicans. It was it was pretty Democrat heavy. Like it was probably sixty seventy percent Democrats. That makes sense to me because I think the Republicans are just fucking kids in their private life anyway. They don't need to like go to the island. Yeah, they're just. They're just like their daughter. They're just, they're just fucking their own kids. Their daughter will and, have their sex with and their nieces and nephews. <laughs> oh god! Sorry, that was inappropriate. Cut that! Cut that! Cut, cut that! Cut that! Cut 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 cut. <laughs> anyway, we'll transfer here to the uh, last part of the show that we call tip of the tip of the tip tip, tip of the week, <laughs> where uh, Tyler and I give you a business or life tip that we are currently going through in life. Tyler, do you want to go? You complained last time when I snuck in right before you could say it, and I said your tip. So I will give you the the first tip of the tip 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 of the week. I would say, if you're a business owner, small business owner, or a big business owner, wow, a business tip. Business tip. Think about what's really stressing you the fuck out right now, and like 
there's probably a handful of things, maybe two, three, four things that are really stressing you out. And more than likely, one or two of them could be your business's problem. Just kick that can. <laughs> Make your employees do the shitty thing you don't want to do, is what you're saying. No, no, no. I was saying, like, more so financially. Uh, so talk to your accountant, maybe your lawyer, if it's really sus. Um, <laughs> no, just talk to your accountant, talk to your whatever business partners, talk to your whoever you need to run things by. Who, if you don't have someone to run things by, you're an idiot, number one. True. Uh, but, so for example, right now, I think I would really like to have, uh, you know, I'd like to upgrade my daily driving situation from a 22-year-old literal crate on wheels <laughs> that's a piece of shit. Uh, and, you know, just kind of had a conversation with my business partner. And it's like, okay, we got a plan to upgrade all of our vehicles within the next year and it's going to be in a way that's going to improve the business's capabilities and it's going to like add, add to business assets but also improve our day-to-day -day life. you stealing this idea for me? No. <laughs> I daily drive my company van at the, at the I have for three years. Well this is just like already like taking company vehicles and shuffling them around so like yeah, okay. long story short my vehicle is going to become a company vehicle that's going to become an employee benefit. Okay. And my partner's company vehicle, or sorry, personal vehicle that's basically just used as a company vehicle is going to be rolled into the company. Because your van is yours, but you're yeah. just going to roll it into the company. Yeah, and his is his. But he's going to roll it into the company. We're both going to roll ours in. Okay. And, but he has a new, he has a Tesla Model Y that he's getting nice. in a few weeks. That's going to be his new family vehicle, personal yeah. vehicle. Uh, he's going to sell his whatever shitty Honda Civic that's not good for anything when you have two kids going to sell that by another personal slash company vehicle so the tesla is going to be like what his wife drives and drives the kids around and then his like day-to-day -day driver or buying a fucking mini one of those mini k trucks like one of those tiny little like, oh, cab over like japanese like, ja oh i love those fucking trucks. things so we're getting one oh, of those cool we're getting one of those tiny little fuckers oh, you because gotta let me whip it that's so, i love those because things. they're super fuel efficient yeah they're like one liter engines uh, and the gas prices are insane, and we just need like a little like ripping around town Is truck. Left hand drive. Right hand drive. Right hand drive. A lot of them are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with like a little little tip tray in the back, yeah, maybe yeah. a box it's or so something. Funny. So we're gonna it. get one of those because love they're it. they're like ten grand. Yeah, literally. Which is awesome. If you can find one, but yeah. Oh yeah, I know where to get them. Okay. Like I could get, I could, <laughs> I, I could probably get one a few years old. Like as oh, yeah, new, as, uh... as new as we could legally get. I know importers. <laughs> you, you were into J JDMs when you yeah. were, uh, when you were a kid. So yeah, so I know, I know some importers, but there are some on the market. They're left hand drives, probably. Um, anyway, so we're gonna get one of those, which is cheap. So the Honda Civic is gonna. I'm gonna get one of those too. <laughs> the Honda Civic is gonna pay for the K truck. Yeah. Uh, which he's he's gonna drive because he's wanted one forever. Yeah. Um, I'm getting his truck, which is a really nice truck. It's like a 2015 F-150, kind of like middle middle tier, like not fully loaded. It's new enough to have Bluetooth, which is significant improvement. Yeah, definitely. I'm currently driving an 04. Yeah. So t 2015 which is Which I bought thing. for him. Right. Correct. Uh, so I get the truck, big upgrade. He gets a K truck, which makes him happy, and a Tesla, extra happy. Honda Civic goes away, because fuck Honda. Uh, employee gets a cargo van. Yeah, as, a cargo van. Yeah, and no longer has to use their own personal vehicle for work every day. So it doesn't put half their miles on the fucking. 
yeah. car and whatever. So they get a vehicle benefit and they get to take it home on the weekends and use it as much as they want. Okay. And gas and insurance, everything's paid yeah, for. Yeah. So it's like, it's just like a, a minor shuffle of kind of things that were already happening. And it's like co-op uh, fleet memberships. I was just, just Namax. Okay. I don't know. They're pretty good. You get like deals, co-op points. Yeah. So anyways, just a small thing like that. I'm like, you know what? That makes my out, outlook on this year just a little bit better. And you know what? That does a lot. So shift a burden onto your business. If your business can handle it. Well, or like shift I said, a bunch of burden onto your business so that when it goes bankrupt, you don't have it on your balance sheet. <laughs> true. Yeah. Like there's, there's some things that you can do that are a net positive all around. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Just, just be creative about it and instead of just griping about it. Well, part of the, yeah, like we, I drive my company van um, every day for the last like three years because we were talking about getting a van, but we're like, oh, we don't really need it, but we'll cry. And then my car died. Yeah. So we're like, okay, that was like the, the thing that pushed us into getting it. And like, so that's nice, but like, so that my car payments paid, my insurance is paid and my petrol is paid by the company for a while. Yeah. And that helped me get through a lot of, um, you know, stressful situations when and I this is a lot of this money. is money that you're you know you don't have to pay for those things out of uh, a taxable income tax. Yes, income, yes, it's actually gigantic. the opposite. It's a loss on the books yeah. for the business, thus reducing your taxes. So it's a great. Um, you just need to make sure you're driving it for more than seventy five percent business. Yeah, which is easy for you. Or nine, I think it might even be ninety percent. Yeah. Um, but um. Which is easy. Yeah, all I fucking do is work, so it's not yeah. very hard. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't really do much of any personal shit. It's like driving here once a week, and then um, sometimes I use it for a little stuff on the weekend. But yeah, mine's almost also with my job. It's so much harder for CRA to audit. Yeah, not that I'm saying I'm breaking the law or well, anything. But I mean, same with mine. I would be like, oh, I was picking up materials on the weekend. Also, me going to the bar is literally part of my job. Fair for a lot of things, right? Like literally. So, um, yeah. So I like that tip. Um, except my van needs a new engine right now, mm-hmm. and I've been driving a U-Haul for six weeks, and that's very awful. <laughs> uh, fiscally responsible. Well, what else do I do? Like we need that. We need it. What is what? What about Enterprise and Rider? Like what about uh, those companies? Already quoted it too high. More? Higher. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. because they don't really do small vans. Right. They do the big box trucks, three tons. The The smallest we could get from Ryder was a uh, F-350 with the box. Right. You couldn't, you can't get a van. And you just don't want to whip that. Well, it's just, it's just not, pra- I can't pra- park it on the truck, on the street. Yeah, it's massive. Right? It's like, so, it's too heavy. So I need a, I need a cargo van for events and stuff, which is why we fucking own one. But it needs an entire new engine. They quoted me $22,000. Um, but in the meantime, I'm fucking renting a goddamn U-Haul for like 30 bucks a day, which is not ideal. Yeah. But, uh, what are you gonna do? They're supposed to give me a loaner sprinter, Mercedes is. Yeah. Um, but they like don't have any. So I'm like, I'm, he said I'm, or you can believe him if you want, but I'm at the top of the list apparently for the loaner sprinter. As soon as one gets returned, then. See, what I love about the mini trucks is we can purchase two for the price of your engine. That is true. 
I should get a mini truck. Which is fantastic. Like, um, absolutely, you should get a mini truck. <laughs> I, I really like them, to be honest. I want the Japanese side one, though. Yeah, it's it's hard to it's hard to see a downside because of, like, the efficiency and how cheap they are and the fact that you're almost guaranteed to get your money. Like, if you're when you're tired of it, you can probably sell it for the same price you bought it for. We knew a guy in school that had one yeah. that on the weekends would move people yeah. for, like, 100 bucks, and he was paying off the truck. Yeah, with like one weekend of doing that. Yeah, no, I know, I know a guy with a pickup truck who's charging a hundred bucks an hour for moving services. Yeah. Uh, on um, shit. Why can't I never remember the name of this app? Rent a ride. Rent a ride. Jobber, I think it's called. Jobber. Is it Jobber? Jobber is something that exists. Yes. No, job. No, 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 no. That's not it. Okay, you. you Jobber. Anyway, sorry. Continue your tip. I I interrupted you. I haven't even started my tip yet. Yep. So Start. my tip of the week is I was, uh, like I said, I haven't been wearing a mask in public uh, for the last couple weeks. I'm, <gasps> I'm just, I'm over it. I, you know, it is what it is. Like if the government's, per- I have spent the last two and a half years strictly adhering, maybe not strictly, but adhering to the government that public health's recommendations. I closed my bar when I needed to. I required vaccines in my bar. I required masks in my bar. I didn't go out. I didn't even have you over for a while there. That was the yep. break between podcast seasons. And now public health is recommending that we forget about it and go back to life as usual. Yeah. Why would I just switch? Like, I've been listening to them this far. I may as well keep listening to them. So I'm kind of done with it. The only reason I was wearing it... Um, after the mask mandate, the mask mandate has been gone for what, two, three months. And mm-hmm. I wore it for like a month and a bit after they stopped it just because I didn't want to people to post my picture and be like, Oh, the shrugging doctor guy's not wearing a fucking mask. But now it's like, nobody's wearing a fucking mask. Yeah. It did not take long. Yeah. So anyway, but, uh, yeah, the yesterday woke up feeling sick cause jail had gotten me sick. Right. I needed to go buy halls and cough syrup and stuff. You know what I did before I walked in the drugstore? I put on a mask. And? It's proven that by wearing a mask, I protect the people around me from getting sick. People in the Far East have known that right. for fucking oh, ever. Oh, right, right. Sorry. I'm like, I thought you meant you just did it out of habit. But yeah, you did it for... I did it because right. yeah, yeah, yeah. as I was walking in, I was like, you know what? I'm sick right now. Maybe I won't breathe on somebody and I put the mask on even though I wasn't forced to, even though I don't think anyone was going to take a picture of me and say, this guy's not wearing a mask. Even though there was no physical consequence to me at that point, I still threw on the mask because I thought, hmm, maybe I'm going to, maybe that's just not the dick thing to do. And it was really fucking easy. And I was in the store for three minutes. Yeah, that is like, I mean, that's, that's something that's just. It's an easy thing to do. People don't do it because they're the, assholes. Uh, it's called the anarchy shopping cart theory. Right, yeah, yeah. Where an anarchist, self-sufficient society can never exist as long as people don't put their shopping carts away. It's an easy thing to do. It just requires a little bit of effort, but you get no reward for doing it, and you get no punishment for not doing it. But as long as there isn't as long as there's people not putting their shopping carts away, we can never have a society without a government. Yeah. Because people are too selfish. So uh, that's the same idea with the... Uh, so I'll quickly plug out while I, um, while I still have it in my brain. Uh, the side job, whatever, hustle app, which is awesome. It's called TaskRabbit. Okay. 
you sign up for it and you can like set your price whatever you do so for example you got a truck you move people set your price people can offer you like they can like bid they can um maybe offer you less money if they don't want to pay as much you can be like oh i'm a handyman or i can do roofing or i can mow your grass or i can buy your groceries or i can do like name a thing like there's tons of categories you set your price people can find you and they pay you through the app but, like it's all done through there so it's like a it's like a Facebook Marketplace or a Craigslist, but like more sophisticated, and all the payments and stuff is done in the app. Apparently, fantastic. I got a friend who's making like a few G's a month, just like moving people's couches. So, kind of dope. So it's like Fiverr, but real life. Yeah. Task. Wow. Task Rabbit. Jack Rabbit. Got it. Sponsored by Jack Rabbit. I wish my competing app. Um, Tyler. Goodbye. Yeah, thanks for coming. Thanks for listening. They'll call Beyond This Point, the podcast where we um, debate abortion, I guess. Uh, it's supposed to be a business podcast. I hope you got something out of this. Um, this has been episode 70. You can follow us. I'll call Beyond This Point on Instagram. I'll call Beyond This Point podcast on Facebook. Uh, my name is Willows. Tyler is over there. And may the 4th be with you. It, oh, it is May the 4th. May the... May, and also with you. Alcohol Beyond This Point podcast. This isn't two podcasters talking business. This is two business guys trying to podcast.